Can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. A lot of people have said there are people now dying of the swine flu who are in good health. By whose standards? Hospitals serve Jello. Robert Scott Bell. Food advertising. You know the people. Fresh, natural, hearty, old-fashioned, homemade goodness in a can. <laughs> Robert Scott Robert Bell. Scott Bell. Scott Bell. Dr. Agus argues that the fountain of youth is obtainable if everyone were to take statin drugs. Excuse me? It sounds completely, completely insane. Taking on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom and making sense out of medical propaganda. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty Robert Scott Bell. All right, the Robert Scott Bell Show is on. It's happening. Mysterious events happening, well, somewhere in Texas. And uh, it's an amazing event with a lot of cool people here. And guess who I ran into? Hmm, who could it be? My God, I'm still the Ranger, my pal, my buddy. What's up, Robert? It's so good to great see you. Great to see you. Great to be on with you, too. It feels like just such a great reunion every time I see you. You know, and, and of course... We're in a, an environment here with some of our old friends that we know, oh, yeah. but we're surrounded by extras for a movie that is being filmed, fascinatingly enough. And most of those extras don't know, know us from Adam, which is kind of cool. You know, you don't you can walk around and not be mobbed. I know. I know. It's great, actually. But we're meeting such amazing people here today, mm. people, people that I know, people that you know. And I'm able to do some interviews as well of some just extraordinary individuals. And I haven't seen you for a few years in person. Yeah. So it's a real blessing to be able to see you today. And you look great as always, always energetic, always youthful, always at the top of your game. I don't know how you do it because you travel around so much. I blame Super Don. He he lets me do it. (laughs) He keeps things going on the backside of the thing. And there he is, Super (laughs) D. Look at him. I keep him on his toes. Yes, he does. I mean, I do. And it's funny because John Hewlett mentions you all the time because of your whole history of the migraine story. And when you got on the car, a miracle, it, it's like where to go. And you didn't even realize it until you look back at it and you realize that was the only thing different you had done at that time. So I'm grateful for that because of, you know, you being down and out for me. Right. And, and then it helped your wife as well. So uh, you, your ears were burning while we're here talking about you. <laughs> it's all right. I got used to it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, um, and, and, and another thing is, uh, for those of you who, you know, have listened to Mike and he, you know, my wife is listening every day. I was just joking with Mike. It's like, I'm trying to prepare for my show and I'm hearing Mike Adams in my ear and I'm laughing because he's so funny coming out with these things like, dude, leave me alone. I got to get my work done here. <laughs> but Nancy loves you as well. And the thing is you, you've got, and I know this, but if people don't know, you know, you, you're, you're held up to celebrity status, but they don't know your heart so much. Right. And when you get to meet Mike and know him personally, there's just such a golden heart that he carries his concern and care for humanity and for everybody is genuine. It's sincere. At the same time, you know, our buddy Seth is like, you're talking about too many negative things. I'm like, dude, there's that reality of life that's going on. We can't ignore some of these harshness. At the same time, you find the humor in it through it all. Yeah. And so it's not all doom and gloom. And I don't want people to have a misunderstanding of where your heart is. That's why I want you people to know you. Well, I, I had a guest on the other day on my podcast and uh, he was so negative that I told my audience he outdoomed my doom and outgloomed <laughs> my gloom and <laughs> left, left me with nothing else. I mean, no, but my, my bottom line though, is that we're going through some hard times as a species on this planet. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of people that aren't, are not going to survive what's already happened. You know, uh, 12 billion injections 
uh, across this planet right yeah. now, which is more than one per person, you know, but only I think five and a half billion people have actually participated in those injections. But not all those five and a half billion are going to make it. And I'm just being honest about it. The, the, the truth is that we're going to rebuild a new society on the other side of this. Mm -hmm. And I talk openly about that and what that means and what mm -hmm. that's supposed to look like. And the good news is we're seeing all the mistakes of a fallen culture and a fallen society and fallen angels even and everything. Right mm -hmm. now we're seeing all those mistakes present so that we know how to form what actually works with mm -hmm. a vision for humanity, with God and faith, with uh, freedom, yeah. with yeah. health, everything. And that's that's the future that we're going to choose to live in because we're going to build it. Yeah. You know, one of the things I've said over the years, and I just felt this very early on in my life, Mike, that there would be a time in our lifetime where there will be a lot of people checking out. And what I meant by that, they were going to die because I didn't know all the reasons. I didn't have the depression knowledge of they were going to inject us and all of that. But it was sort of like for me, it was looking at a consciousness shift that there would be such a shocking awareness made very much in front of our face and our eyes that we couldn't hide from. Yeah. That would be too much for a lot of people to handle. And we're seeing that those that live in cognitive dissonance, those that still in the midst of all of this cannot consider the evil the the dishonesty i mean these are subtle words and not subtle words that is right before our very eyes and we don't want to see it. and they don't want to see it and i think on, right. on some level it's like it's too much it's too much yeah well part of what has to happen right now is that the evil has to be exposed it has to be witnessed because you're right a lot of people did not believe what was at work now what's fascinating about being able to talk to you right now robert is mm -hmm. that you and i have been doing this for a couple of decades and we have been talking about this, this truth that many others are only seeing now. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about this for a very long time. So we knew this day was coming. We didn't know the timing of it. But now yeah. that it's here, we're just kind of opening our arms and welcoming so many people. Hey, welcome to the side of truth. Because uh, now that you've taken the first step into this by realizing that you were tricked mm -hmm. by the jab, yeah. uh, guess what? Here's 10 more steps that you can take because there's a lot more yeah. that you can learn that will set you free. The mm -hmm. truth will set you free. Yeah, That's what well, we and, do. And, you know, it, with that truth then comes an option. Do we act on the truth or do we go deeper into cognitive dissonance, for instance? Exactly. And, you know, as I talk to a lot of doctors and MDs, PhDs that are now aware of what we have been talking about for a long time, there, some of them are quite in shock as to, because they had a very strong self-image of how duped they were. And I say this yeah. about, put your ego aside, because we've all been duped. I've been duped in my lifetime. I had to come to the terms that, my gosh, they lied to me about, you know, fill in the blank. And I, I had to be willing to go, yep, I can be duped. Yeah. To be humble enough to say, you know what, now I want to learn from what I didn't know and apply that knowledge and do better. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, even in the first days of this pandemic, I was duped as well. And uh, I, I was very alarmed by what I was seeing. I thought it was a, a, a pandemic that was an organic or a spontaneous mm -hmm. outburst. I didn't realize what was being engineered. It took a few months for me to see it as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to be okay with meeting people where they are. Yeah. Because, you know, some people just last week, they only figured it out. Right, like, right. Like the actor... Um, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yes, right. exactly. He just, he just now figured it out. Okay, cool. Welcome. You know, yeah. there's more, by the way, but we can't condemn people for, oh, why, you know, why are you so slow to, to see this? Right. You know, what happened? Um, I mean, okay. It takes a different time scale for everybody to see it. Mm -hmm. But once, once you put one foot 
into this realm, there's so it goes so much deeper yeah. into understanding what's happening, which in my view is a planetary genocide mm -hmm. that's being engineered. Yeah, and, and it takes, unfortunately, a lot of disastrous deaths, and not that I predict or want that, but that's inevitably how things transform on a planet, for instance. A lot of tragedies occur to wake us up from a stupor or a habit of what we do. And I do remember early on, you and I were talking on the phone at one point about the PCR test. I don't know if you remember that. And I was saying, this PCR test is problematic. It's not actually quantitative. All of these issues that we came up and said, there's something off. Now, the reason I knew that wasn't because I knew it from birth. It was because I had already gone through that scam with our dearly departed friend, Liam Sheff. Oh, exactly. And while he and, wrote about AIDS, HIV, HIV yeah. and all that scam, right. and Carrie Mullis and others. So I had been covering those issues for almost 15 years by that point and recognized the criminality of, of these tests and how they were applying them. But boy, in the midst of a lot I didn't know as, at the same time it was happening. We're all trying to go, all right, what is this and weigh it out. And But the things that I knew said don't make sense. They didn't then. They still don't even today. Wouldn't it be great to talk to Liam Sheff today oh my gosh, after yeah, we, what we've all lived through? I mean, because yeah. he was nailing it when almost nobody could see it. Yeah. And, and just in retrospect, understanding the the fraud of, you know, the fraudulent testing, just like you said, PCR, yeah. mm -hmm. but how they use that as a means of leverage and control for human behavior. Oh, totally. And, yeah. And I don't think it's over yet, by the way, because I think they've got more pathogens or even, let's say, fake pathogens or mm -hmm. something they can say is a pathogen. Mm -hmm. They've got more of these things ready to go. It could be a chemical weapon. It could be a nanoparticle sure. weapon. And they're going to tell us it's a pathogen, and they're going to do the lockdowns again. Mm -hmm. They're going to do the the quarantine camps again. They, I mean, they built them. You think they're just going to abandon yeah, them now? Yeah. No, they built them to use them. They're not going to turn them into fitness facilities for your benefit. That's not no. what is going on uh -huh. here. And by the way, kudos to Bobby Kennedy. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has become an amazing voice to cover things that would, you know, kind of. He's had family members that were assassinated over even less. Than what so he's true. doing and exposing. Yeah. He also acknowledged Liam Sheff and my good friend Celia Farber, as well as investigative journalists in his book, you know, about Fauci, the real Anthony Fauci. Because that's why, you know, as I was, I remember years ago, uh, early in the 2000s, mid 2000s, I was at a naturopathic conference in the Northeast. I think it was up in, uh, not, it wasn't Boston, but it was in that area. And I was talking about the scum called Fauci. <laughs> and one guy came up to me at this conference and got in my face. I mean, oh, a big yeah, guy really? said, don't you talk about Fauci that way. Wow. I'm like, holy crap, dude. There, This guy has got a cult of personality and protection even at this naturopathic thing. Wow. Back in the day, because I was like, no, he really is corrupted. Like, don't you talk about him that way. So there's always this potential for the, the kind of things that we've seen manifest from that kind of life that he has led. Yeah, well, now is Fauci the fraud. Fauci the... Um... The, the man who committed crimes against humanity. I mean, yeah. I expect Fauci will one day be prosecuted. It may take time. Yeah. It may take years. But, you know, they, they're they in the cover-up phase right now of all of this, and the cover-up can't last forever. I mean, look at how much is changing week by week with more evidence coming out. You've got the schedules of the excess deaths. You've got more and more people, like we just mentioned a couple of names. Yeah. And they can't cover this up forever, which means eventually and and by the way they thought they could get away with everything so they didn't cover their tracks the way right. they should have yeah a little sloppy but they didn't think that well i guess the arrogance at that level is is tremendous because for decades 
they've gotten away with it. Right. Yeah. Now, are they, they're going to be filming here. Do we, we're can we we're okay. Yeah, we're yeah, good? yeah, yeah. We're okay. good. They don't mind ambient. I had checked with Andy before. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you, you and I are a little more than ambient. That's true. <laughs> we're ambient plus. We're ambient plus. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't figured it out, Mike Adams, the health ranger, is with me. Uh, that one more segment I think we'll be able to squeeze in here uh, while we're reunioning, and it's so much fun. Uh, of course, Brideon.tv, Brideon.com, and the Brideon Radio is also here, and uh, we've been appearing on their on their uh, platforms as well, which we love because it's the uncensored truth that we love here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. We're going to be right back with one more segment with Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, here in Austin, Texas, where we told you we'd be for this amazing filming. But. Uh, it's, uh, In the health world through the power of radio it's the robert scott bell show back at it with mike adams the health ranger here at a very special edition of the robert scott bell show you know we got a, a little uh, i'll be able to talk more about it later but what, what this filming is is pretty extraordinary uh it's a transition to realize that it isn't only about documenting and documentarians it's also about the creative arts in terms of film and how do you tell a story and, and sometimes those stories in fiction can do more than anything in reality can do in terms of the power of the medium itself. Well, people shape their reality by narratives. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the entire COVID scamdemic, it was shaped by a series of false narratives mm-hmm. that people chose to believe, even though they, they were completely fake. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can use narrative to deprogram people from falsehoods and yes. bring them into the freedom of reality. Yeah. And, and it, which is a fascinating way to look at it. You're using fiction or a fictional representation to clear away the cobwebs and show people the truth so that they can live in the real world. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Like that's actually, that, that's what mm. we're, and that's what we're witnessing here today. I wish, mm. I wish you could show people what's happening right here. This is I know. Wild. It's kind of secretive right now. We can't say a lot about it, but at least you can see a little bit what's happening. You can sense it. Uh, and I, I remember many people, when they talk about reality, the, you know, the film that most impacted them in this lifetime was 1999's The Matrix, right? How yeah. often can you hear people when you, you can't really relate to them or communicate all that well? And then you bring up The Matrix and like, oh, that's reality. Red pill, red yeah. pill. And they get that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, are, are we still good? Yeah, we're, they won't tell us to shut really? up. If they do, then we'll know. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, um, I just think it's amazing to be in a group of like hundreds of people mm. and nobody knows me. I feel it's so awesome. Like I actually have privacy today. Yeah, yeah. Which is... <laughs> I know. So, I know. So it's not bizarre. usual when you go out to events like we are familiar with because you are well-known. And today, I think we only had one lady that came up to us that knew us both. Yeah, yeah. And she was That's sweet. Right. She, she was, was a sweetheart. Sweet. And in the midst of, you know, where hundreds don't, it's like, oh, this is refreshing. Yeah, I mean, I could just come out and be, I could just move through this whole event that's happening here, you know, without, I mean, I can actually walk, mm-hmm. uh, you know, without being stopped 50 times. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's great to connect with people. But but sometimes I also want to go talk to other people yeah. as if I'm another yeah. customer, right? Or I'm a consumer, or yeah. I have questions, and don't think about who I am, mm-hmm. you know, online. But just just I mean, it's just another human being that wants right. to ask questions. 
And so I was able to do that today. So I know. And it's hard to be incognito when everybody knows you. So uh, celebrity is overrated. Being a celebrity is way overrated. Mm -hmm. But again, the the heart and the patience that I see you with those people that do genuinely love you and care for you. You have a lot of patience. And well, I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Too. Well, I, I, I have that that real love connection for humanity like you do mm -hmm. that, that you show everywhere. And people love you, Robert. And I'm, I've been a longtime fan of yours, even before we ever did anything together. Mm -hmm. So I, I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Yeah. I, I, I just love the fact that I'm able to be here with you in person. It's, it's a real special day. It's like we can reminisce about things. We're, we're that old. <laughs> Although there was an article the other day reminiscing about the lockdowns. I'm like, really? Already? No. But the idea of uh, uh, connecting with what you were doing with Natural News way back in the early 2000s, I think it was, and uh, then we, we we started the Health Ranger Report, like a, a little special segment of the Robert Scott Bell Show, if yeah, you remember that, on, when right. we were syndicated on right. radio. We're blessed for all those who are with us and who had the courage to mm. say no mm. to the toxins and had the courage to, to stand in their ground mm. of what they knew, real health and real yeah. life. And we are blessed with all those people around us and most of the people watching i would say are yeah. in that group as well i'm blessed to know you nick adams my brother well you too robert blessed to know you and and everybody out there you know we're all blessed to be connected today uh we are here we are we're part of humanity's future and we must take deliberate measures mm -hmm. to build a future that works for all of us and our grandchildren back with more of the show after this you're listening to the robert scott bell show in the health world through the power of radio the robert scott bell show i was just talking to a caller on the break and he was saying you know when before i heard your show i thought you know you guys were witch doctors yes the witch doctor of talk radio robert scott bell and then the witch doctor he told me what to do he told me you know, and then you realize and listens and listens and you break the cycle of the mind control propaganda. Suddenly you go, oh my, 100,000 to 784,000 Americans are dying every year to something that I called legitimate? That's the witch doctoring. Making sense out of medical propaganda. You're listening to The Robert Scott Bell Show. bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Robert. All right, we're back at it here with Mike Adams, the health ranger on the Robert Scott Bell Show, special edition, while they're actually filming a feature film at this station where we are at. And uh, I was just joking with Mike that when this feature film hits the theaters or however it goes out, in this particular scene where they're confronting the bad guy, the villain, we're going to write, we were just doing our show yeah, at that we're, moment. We're literally doing a real show yeah. while they're filming a narrative film yeah. in front of us. I just find it funny that, you know, the, the <laughs> fiction and fact and the, 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 the convergence, if you will. And, you know, you cover such stories that, you know, and, and even other people in the, in the host, the Alex Jones and things like that, that, that they th were all thought to be, you know, you guys are crazy, conspiratorial, anything they could throw at us negative. But it turns out all that we were talking about was accurate. It's just who knows the time frame. When does this stuff manifest? More recently, you've been hitting some heavy, heavy topics about what's going on in Europe. 
Yeah. Uh, and I think it does relate to the insanity with Russia, Ukraine and how that's being perpetrated by insane globalists, including the Biden puppet regime, etc. But what it's manifesting for Europe is just like taking them back to the I don't know, the feudal ages. Yeah, well, the, there has some things have been set into motion just recently. For example, the shutdown of BASIF, B-A-S-F. They're doing a partial shutdown of their industrial infrastructure. They produce about 40,000 chemicals for the supply chain of the world. Including, by the way, GMO vitamin C, B-A-S-F. Exactly. Uh, But they also produce ammonia for fertilizer Mm -hmm. for growing crops. Yeah. And now that they have, in fact, a friend of mine who travels the world, his name is Michael Yon. You probably want to have him on sometime. Okay. He's great. Yeah. He and I uh, did an interview months ago. We warned about this. We said if BASIF shuts down, it's the end of the industrialization of Western Europe. Well, BASIF just announced, I think, three days ago that they are beginning the shutdown. Well, now, what's instigating the shutdown? Is this coming from above somewhere? Is this coming from underneath? I mean, how would you describe no, this? No, it's the, it's the lack of natural gas because of the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines and the mm-hmm. economic sanctions against Russia. So BASIF uses natural gas in two ways. One, they use it as a source of energy and heat mm-hmm. for the processes, the, you know, the chemical processes that they're going through. But secondly, they use the hydrocarbons off of natural gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to create ammonia. Remember, ammonia uh, is NH3. Yeah. Well, the H comes from the hydrocarbons from natural gas. The N comes from atmosphere. Nitrogen. Nitrogen yeah. is in the atmosphere. It's about you know mm-hmm. 78%, 79% nitrogen. Yeah. So if you're going to feed literally half the world, mm-hmm. you have to have nitrogen-based fertilizers. Right. And that comes from natural gas and atmospheric nitrogen through a chemical process called the Haber process created by like a former Nazi mm-hmm. uh, uh, scientist, yeah. Fritz This Haber. is when they converted after the munition making of World War II Germany. They converted all this excess nitrogen that they had into what fertilizer and other things uh, from bomb making to that. And of course, it flourished initially because the plants grew so fast and so big. They thought it was a miracle. At the same time, it was devoid of the balanced minerals in the soil. Oh, very true. It corrupted everything about organic growing. And- That's a really good point, actually. So four billion people in the world right now Mm -hmm. they depend on this uh so-called synthetic fertilizer in order to feed themselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the same time like you say the trace minerals are missing Mm -hmm. from the food yes because the agricultural inputs are just npk correct yes and not not the trace minerals the selenium the chromium the Mm -hmm. things that prevent diabetes for example so what what fritz haber unleashed upon the world Mm -hmm was something that would keep people fed but malnourished for generations to come. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to where we are today. The population explosion. The population result, explosion. Yeah. Calories without substance. Mm-hmm. And so we become dependent on chemical farming, chemical agriculture, and the corruption of the food that looked good initially yes. was vulnerable to pest infestation because it wasn't balanced and strong. It didn't have all the minerals. And well, right. And, and initially, when they were farming those soils with the artificial mm-hmm. fertilizer, yeah. the soil still had some trace minerals remaining, yeah. but those got mined out by the, all the farming right. in just a decade or two decades. And after that, the plants were devoid of those minerals. And then we see the people's health decline over the 20th century. I was exactly. a canary in a coal mine in my generation, yep. and then worse and worse. And now we see 21st century chronic diseases in younger and younger people. Well, exactly. Yeah. And, that, and that's my story as well. And mm-hmm. I think most of us here have gone through that process from a place of severe chronic disease mm-hmm. to very good health and nutrition and understanding 
our relationship with food and agriculture and mm-hmm. you know minerals all of it but the point is that western europe mm-hmm. is on the verge of an actual industrial collapse yeah and they've also shut down their metals operations mm-hmm. aluminum Copper smelting, manganese, zinc. Do they just well not have the ore and steel? The ability to have generate the energy required to even mine or refine? No, they don't have the political willpower to extract energy from their own countries. Gotcha. They wanted the energy from Russia mm. for the last 20 years, and then the economic sanctions cut mm. that off. So they do not have the hydrocarbons. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the willingness to extract it from their own countries. I want to go to another country outside of Europe and come back to Europe as an sure, explanation Sure, let's, let's here. go world traveling. Sri Lanka. Oh, yeah. Right? There's a the, lesson. The World Economic Forum, ESG scores, etc. On a global scale, they're trying to go, hey, let's be the best of the best on the planet. So Sri Lanka, the government decided, we're going to shut down all chemical farming and go right. all organic. Now, you and I would go, that's good in theory. We'd love to see more organic agriculture versus chemical, but you turn that over like that, right. you're going to starve the people. Well, actually, I had a detailed discussion with an organic certifier about this very question. Mm-hmm. I said, is it still considered organic agriculture if you use the NH3 ammonia-based nitrogen fertilizers, but you're not using synthetic pesticides? Mm. And he actually had to look that up in the organic certification yeah. you know, rule book. My first and thought is I wouldn't allow that, but I don't know. What did the rule book say? The rule book says it depends. Ooh. It depends on your inputs. So in other words, see, from my point of view, mm-hmm. when I eat organic, I don't want glyphosate. I don't want pesticides. You know, I don't. You go further. We don't want the heavy metals that they don't, I don't test want the for. Heavy metals, exactly. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't mind having ammonia-based nitrogen fertilizers because, to me, there's there's nothing harmful in there. In and of there's itself, it, in except of for itself. the imbalance that it could exactly. result. The yes. Imbalance. Yes. Yeah. But that molecule, ammonia, is a very simple, basic molecule for plant life. In mm-hmm. fact, l- l- let me give an example. You know that if you plant legumes, mm-hmm. they are pulling nitrogen out of the atmosphere, right? And they're putting the nitrogen into In the soil. their roots, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, so the legume plants are doing what the Haber process does. Mm-hmm. You see, it's really the same process. It's just that the Haber process is doing it using natural gas. Mm-hmm. The legume plants are doing it using Mother Nature. Right. It's the same nitrogen coming out of the air. Oh, I follow you there. The that makes sense. Right. Yeah. At the same time, the conversion from uh, a completely chemical dependent agriculture to one that would be more of an organic process. It's not the same in terms of speed. It's not Correct. steroidal. Right. Right. And you expect to feed the same amount of people that way you would have unless everybody's growing their own food, too. That's right. one of my arguments. Which is why right. I support decentralized farming, local mm. food production. Right. Or guerrilla gardening, as we call it. Right? Yes. Yes. So but you're right. So they try to make the transition too quickly in Sri Lanka. And what happened is the entire system collapsed, the government collapsed, currency collapsed, right? Revolutions, mm. burning everything down. Yeah. Um, that's what happens if you don't understand the repercussions of these decisions that you're making as a government. Yeah. Well, governments and people in government don't know cause and effect and the connection. They just do what they're told. Well, yeah, exactly. You can have positive motivations, but a lack of understanding the repercussions. And you can, can thrust an entire nation into chaos, which mm-hmm. is exactly what happened. So now we go back to Europe with that sidestep going in. What's happening that's going to result in the collapse of Europe as we know it? Well, well, right. Again, you could argue that the people there, you know, who wanted to not be dependent on hydrocarbons, that maybe in their minds they had a positive motivation. Mm-hmm. But what they've set into motion 
is a level of fertilizer scarcity that, that will lead to the kind of mass famine that we haven't seen since the great potato famine of 1854, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking, and in that day, millions of Irish people died from famine. Mm -hmm. And that, the population wasn't that big that, back then. I mean, they lost, what, 30, 40% of their people. Mm -hmm. Well, what would that look like today? Yeah. It would be tens of millions dead. It's stunning, stunning. And yet, what is it about their unwillingness to, 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 let's say, get their own natural resources that exist under their own feet in Europe, as opposed to looking to Russia, uh, that they're unwilling? This has been generationally induced. This is not something that just happened overnight in Europe. Well, right. Again, this is about the, the political willpower. They, they, this is about appeasing the Greens. Mm -hmm. They don't want to use hydrocarbons, and they want to pretend that they can replace it with solar power and wind power. But here's the thing, Robert, and to, to the audience watching, solar panels do not generate hydrocarbons. Remember, you need the H to make NH3. Right. Right, it's basic chemistry. Mm -hmm. But wind power doesn't generate hydrocarbons, does it? Solar panels don't generate hydrocarbons. You actually need natural gas as the feedstock in order mm -hmm. to create fertilizer. Now, yeah. if you wanna say, okay, let's, let's just ask half the people to, to die and then we'll just go back to you know animal manure right. and animal urine and, and natural organic fertilizers. Yes, that's a choice. But one out of two people have to die, and I, I don't think they're all willing to do that. No, and they're not relating that that's a reality. Should they do that? But we saw the brief glimpse in Sri Lanka of how disastrous that is to move that way that immediately. Right. Yeah. Right. You try to do it overnight, you end up in a collapse scenario, and then you end up in anarchy, and then you have mass starvation, even as farmers' food is rotting in the fields, mm -hmm. which is exactly what has been happening in Sri Lanka. So the Sri Lanka collapse model is going to spread to Western Europe. Mm -hmm. That's the key to understand. You're going to see mass famine, starvation, freezing to death, and then uprisings and revolutions mm -hmm. across Western Europe, everywhere from Germany, Austria, uh, I, France, I, Poland. Dude, I try to explain to the green people uh, uh, that you're asking to kill people. You, you're just ha wholesale slaughter. If, if that's what you want, let's acknowledge what you would, uh, how you would achieve it based on shutting down coal, oil, et cetera, and converting to your so-called green energy, which isn't green. You have to rape the land to remove all the rare earth elements. And those elements that are controlled a lot by China end up in yes. panels that will degrade over time and then become just toxic waste. True. And so there's nothing green about it. Well, well, no, I mean, surely solar and wind can play a role. Hmm. But, in but in addition to those uh, so-called green energy sources, you have to have the hydrocarbons, as I said, and you have to have energy that can scale to the demand on the power grid. Mm -hmm. So if you want to live in a society where, for example, cars are manufactured or airplanes are manufactured, you're going to have to have aluminum smelting operations. Aluminum smelting requires energy. When you turn on the smelting plants, mm -hmm. at the other end of that, there's got to be probably a coal-fired power plant that decides to shovel more coal into the oven. You know, I'm, I mean, that's a simplification. Yeah. But, they, but these greenies think that they can live the same way with electric cars now. I, I, but where's the power coming exactly. from? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it, ugh, I try. I try. Honestly, I try. I'm compassionate. But, man, sometimes I want to go, ugh. Anyway. Well, I mean, we're running up against the laws of physics. Yeah, exactly. That's all. We're running up against the, the clock for a yes, radio also. show. We're going to be right back to wrap up this hour with Mike Adams, the health ranger, here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the uh, newsletter, text RSB to 22828, and you'll get plugged in because Super Don's doing a great job. We'll be right back. The Robert Scott Robert Bell Show. Scott Bell Show.
The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, Mike Adams. Of course, you can hear him regularly. Uh, well, we read about it at naturalnews.com. I'm sure everybody in my audience gets the newsletter. Um, your podcast, if we can call it that, on a daily basis. I don't even know how my wife gets it, but every day she's listening to Mike Adams. <laughs> That's funny. And it's hilarious because I usually end up laughing because he's funny. He, dude, he's just so much fun. Uh, I know we didn't do a lot of funny today, but it's okay. It's a good discussion. We haven't gotten to talk a lot together. We, so once is, we warm up, it'll get oh, funnier. To, it will get yeah. totally silly as well. So I, I mentioned uh, Dr. David Martin. You said you had interviewed him, but he, I guess at the time, he might not have talked about the technology that the Greens people, if they were sincere about wanting to green the planet and not kill half the population or more, they'd have to listen to this guy because what he's developed is a technology to pull the, the oil out of the sands, so to speak, that usually would be a very toxic process in a, such a pure and complete way that meets and exceeds even California standards to do oil like this. Yeah. And this is the next battleground. Is, are the green people really green or are they just communists? Well, I mean, they're, they're opposed to the use of hydrocarbons overall. So I think from their point of view, it doesn't matter if you extract them in a clean way at all. They just don't want hydrocarbons used. So again, as I said earlier, that means you got to make a decision mm -hmm. to say, well, okay, then you're not going to have 8 billion people on planet Earth. You're only no. going to have four or two. And by the way, if you get rid of combustion engines, which of course use hydrocarbons, then your, your supportable population is between one and two billion people. Mm -hmm. That's it, which means three out of four people have to go. Um, and that seems to be, you know, the plan, if mm -hmm. not more, right? But you, you take away these key technologies such as combustion engines or, or diesel fuel, for example, people don't understand how quick, quickly it all shuts down. You mm -hmm. know, the diesel supply in America right now is very, We're very low. We're teetering on Southeast, the edge, yeah. we, we really yeah. are. And in fact, uh, Mansfield, the major diesel distributor, their diesel tanker trucks are showing up at hubs to fill mm -hmm. up with diesel and there's nothing left. Yeah. So they're being denied diesel and they have to go somewhere else to get it. If you run out of diesel, folks, the trains don't run because the trains are all diesel mm -hmm. electric trains. Yeah, the trucks are the not trucks delivering your food. The barges don't run mm -hmm. on the rivers either. And uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to have a lot of the factory operations that, that require, of course, right. all the deliveries mm -hmm. you know, coming in and out. You know, yeah. I mean, basically everything shuts down. You, yeah, you want to talk about a, a mass starvation event? Unless you've been really preparing for that. And, of course, if you read the Bible, there's Joseph. And that story should have been made aware for a lot of people around the world. Uh, but you're accelerating the demise and, and fulfilling the desire of those who are globalist population reductionists. All the things they say, oh, that's just crazy talk. And remember when Gates would say, if we could just vaccinate everybody, we could reduce the population. Oh, he didn't mean that. Oh, yeah, they meant that. Well, what's, what's amazing to me is that at the same time, they're diminishing the infrastructure of civilization. Mm-hmm by taking out energy sources and metals and steel, and we talked about BASIF, mm -hmm. they're also blocking all three inputs of photosynthesis. So photosynthesis requires sunlight, it requires water, it requires carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. Well, all three of those are under attack. So sunlight, uh, you know, they're all about global, global dimming. dimming. They yep. want to dim the sun which reduces the amount of sunlight. And they came out recently, a White House plan. They admitted it. Absolutely. This is what they're doing. Now, they're not admitting they've been doing it already for decades. They're like, oh, we're just going to start just this, maybe. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, water is under attack through geoengineering mm -hmm. and controlled weather, which is causing the droughts that are right now devastating more than two-thirds of the United States growing areas right now. 
And then, of course, they're at war with carbon dioxide through carbon sequestration, which is really a terraforming operation. They hate plants. To alter the atmosphere. No, they, they hate photosynthesis, yeah. right? So, folks, um, without photosynthesis, everything dies. And, you know, it's not me being doom and gloom. No, that's just a scientific that's, fact. That's the harsh reality. And I know it, it's not pleasant, but if we don't talk about it, you end up in a situation where you have no idea what happened, how it happened, that it happened, and you're dead. I don't want to see that happen. Well, well, right. I mean, we've we got to have CO2. We've got to have rainfall. We've got to have sunlight. Mm-hmm. Without those, the whole web, the whole mm-hmm. ecosystem of life on Earth fails, including, by the way, the aquatic ecosystems. Mm-hmm. So the same process of photosynthesis is also the basis for life in the oceans. Yeah. And, you know, even, even though the other creatures are eating, you know, the sea grasses and everything, it starts with photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, you, hey, look, you got to understand. This is not doom and gloom. These are the realities we're living in right now. And the question is, will we be willing? Are you willing to do something differently to stop it and live differently, to decentralize, take the power away from those who are doing this to us? Because you didn't know. I didn't know. We didn't know. Now we know. Now that we know better, we must do better. And so I'd say keep listening to Mike Adams, plugging into Natural News, TV. Listen to the Robert Scabell Show. Share it with your friends. We're banned on YouTube and Spotify, but up and down on other platforms. But you can always come over and join us here. That's right. You're always welcome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> God bless you. The power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show.